Hi, I'm Kirk Flagg. Welcome to the PEO InSync podcast. In each episode, we will take you behind the scenes to explore the ever-changing PEO world. We will talk with the industry legends, the people whose hard work and creativity shape the PEO world of today. Also, we'll interview current industry leaders, those who are using their own creativity to grow and expand what it means to be a PEO. Thank you for listening. I hope you enjoy today's episode. Good morning. In today's episode, we focus on Anthony Sabatella, the president of THC123 in Sterling Heights, Michigan. Anthony has taken the bold step of providing HR outsourcing services to the Michigan cannabis industry. How are you today, Anthony? I'm doing pretty good, Kirk. How about yourself? Good. I was just thinking, um, this is a PEO podcast, but you know, you're focused and hopefully we'll have some cannabis industry leaders listening to this at some point. What does a PEO do? Well, Kirk, to put it bluntly, we handle all the uh, administration for businesses that doesn't make business owners money. So we add the human element into the mix and take away some of the uh, servicing uh, pieces that go with running a business, such as payroll and tax management, uh, including employer taxes, FICA, FUTA, and SUDA. Uh, we are a, a external human resource office, so we'll handle unemployment claims, uh, hiring, termination, severance packages, job offers, uh, drug testing. You know, I can kind of go on for days there. Uh, We handle employee benefits, so major medical, dental, vision, short-term disability, long-term disability, and the administration thereof. And we also provide workers' compensation insurance and risk management services, such as mock OSHA walkthroughs, claims administration, audit administration at the end of the year. Really all the stuff that bogs down business owners and takes up their uh, valuable time away from revenue-generating activities. Very good. I As we've mentioned, or as we've discussed, I looked into doing something similar to what you're doing uh, in California years ago. There was a huge need out there in the cannabis space for people just to be able to provide these legal services and HR support. But let's get back to you. What How did you get into the PEO industry? This is kind of a, a strange industry to begin with. How did you get into PEO? Well, Kirk, admittedly, um, I was born into it. So there might be a little nepotism uh, at play here, uh, but my dad is actually an owner of his own uh, PEO, America's Back Office. Uh, I'm our uh, director of risk management. So I handle that whole workers' compensation and risk management department that I mentioned earlier. And I uh, kind of took it upon myself to kind of see what was coming on the horizon with the cannabis industry and uh, trying to get ahead of that green wave, uh, knowing, you know, these businesses need to stop being treated as second class citizens, second class businesses. You know, we need to get financial services into these businesses. We got to be able to get 
W-2s out to these employees so they can get home loans, auto loans. You know, there's this whole industry that's, you know, essentially wearing the scarlet letter because something used to be federally legal and now it's legal in almost over half of the uh, states throughout the U.S. Exactly. And a PEO helps small businesses, as you know, and it provides a great service. But for the cannabis industry, I've seen the need for the HR. There, there are lawsuits all over the country where people just didn't understand what a hostile environment was for sexual harassment. There's a big case out of Maryland where the manager was just sexually harassing his entire staff. They just don't know as a general rule because they haven't been operating in the, we'll call it the legal area for the years. So if you haven't been exposed to it, I mean, how are these business owners supposed to know? I mean, it, it all depends on really who is that business owner? What was their pathway into this industry? You know, did they come from a more traditional market setting or you know, were they a manager outside of the space and brought that skill set over, you know? So unfortunately, everybody's kind of taken a different path. And, you know, this kind of creates a melting pot of, you know, potential risky behavior, especially if these managers, you know, they don't have a full background on knowledge of labor law, you know, they don't understand, uh, you know, what a hostile work environment is. It's going to take a PEO to educate this industry. And I think that's the biggest piece that this industry needs is education and really what we do in servicing, you know, the people that work in our industries. Let's talk about THC123. You guys were founded in 2017. So you've been at it. You're, yep. it's my understanding, you're like Michigan's longest uh, cannabis focused PEO, the leading PEO in Michigan for the cannabis industry. But are you just solely focused in Michigan at this time? No, not solely focused. Uh, Definitely opening up our doors in uh, Michigan. You know, we wanted to take care of um, our clients and, you know, kind of take care of our backyard first before, you know, we set our goals on loftier expectations. But with our general industry focused business, we're already in all 50 states, including Guam, Puerto Rico, the Virgin Islands. So to replicate that process isn't reinventing the wheel. I guess I was thinking because, as you know, I'm based in uh, California. I'm in San Diego. And, you know, the listenership of this podcast is, you know, there's a good portion, 10 to 15 percent that are San Diego or at least Southern California based salespeople. So if they had a cannabis business that they wanted to place, they certainly could reach out to THC123. Yeah, that would be great. You know, that's what we created uh, our model for is to service uh, the, you know, this underserviced industry and really offer that olive branch. What kind of growth have you guys seen uh, in recent years? I understand from talking to one of your colleagues that um, you guys saw some tremendous growth starting in January. You had a huge January. How, How have things been going from a growth standpoint? Um, you know, so some people use the term, you know, drinking from a fire hydrant, um, that, that, uh, always comes into play. Um, you know, I've saw one of my clients we brought on, uh, it was a, a two employee crew and, uh, we end up looking up and I believe it was only eight to 10 months later and they were nearly at 200 employees. So yeah. I mean, even on, you know, our client level, the, the industry is growing like a weed pun intended. 
And it's really just kind of holding on. It's like, how do you put your arms around this? You know, because there's so much that goes into the cannabis space that, you know, you really need a PEO to manage that labor force, to manage those um, different pieces, because, you know, to put that on, you know, uh, one HR person or two or three HR people, I mean, that's a, that's a daunting task, especially without the technology. No, exactly. And one of the benefits for your industry certainly is they have access to subject matter experts at a much below market rate than they would if they went out and tried to build that themselves. Yeah. You know, it's like, would you rather, uh, go and build brand new tires for yourself, go, go grab the rubber, forge it, put it together. Or do you want to go down the street to Goodyear? And, and you know, that, that's kind of the vendor management solution that we put in place to help these companies grow through um, uh, PEO services, staffing and recruiting, and then also um, insurance uh, agency resources as well. You can see me smiling here because that was definitely an auto industry uh, reference of (laughs) of making the tires. Uh, Also being from Michigan and very auto industry focused, uh, I I appreciate that analogy very much. Um, My grandpa worked for Ford, Kurt. So yeah, well, definitely uh, I was born underneath one of the big three. Yeah, I uh, my grandfather was at Buick. Uh, My father was at Chevrolet. So yes, if you're from Michigan, you must have some sort of auto industry uh, connection. You know, being a PEO is tough enough, but there are additional hurdles when you, it comes to cannabis, working with cannabis clients. I mean, ADP Total Source or, you know, the big box um, PEOs out there, they, they just, they're not handling cannabis uh, clients. That's probably an advantage to you, but what are some of the hurdles that, uh, uh, operator like you has operating in the cannabis space? Um, I guess, Kirk, where do we start? Um, <laughs> it kind of seemed like I had to solve a thousand things before we were able, even able to open the doors. Um, first one that jumps off the page is financial services. You know, in Michigan, we have uh, the Michigan Cannabis Industry uh, Association, um, along with some different state chartered banks have really stepped up to the plate to help service the legal market. But, you know, I know in some different areas that, um, you know, these cannabis companies, you know, only deal in cash. They can't receive bank accounts. Uh, You know, I was in the middle of making tax payments for a few of my clients right after I got started, probably about five or six months in, and all of my accounts at my bank were frozen. Um, And I had to go and find, uh, you know, a new friend that actually understood, you know, what we did, understood, you know, hey, this isn't money laundering, you know, this is a state legal (laughs) business, you know, these have businesses have licenses, just like I have a license to do this, you know, so it's like, it it all comes down to that education process and working with people that know what you're doing, are happy with what you're doing, and, you know, want, want to step up to the plate. Uh, the next biggest piece I saw was um, insurance. I mean, uh, commercial insurance. I went to all my normal PEO work comp markets and they all exclude cannabis. I go to my cannabis specific markets and they don't work with PEOs or staffing companies. So I'm like, so I'm like, all right, sir. So you'll allow me to go, um, you know, look to, sell your product, but you won't offer your product to me. And they're like, yes. 
So, you know, just kind of hearing some of the some of the silly things that, that we have to deal with just because, you know, we, we were on Team Green. It's uh, it's a little uh, jaw dropping, to say the least. But, you know, like I said, you know, that's every closed door that, you know, you're one closer to an open door. So, you know, kind of finding those solutions for each one of those issues, you know, we were able to provide a stronger product for all of our clients. Do you offer any services for if someone in Michigan wanted to start a business, helping them uh, in the cannabis space, helping them get going? Yeah, I would say absolutely, Kirk. Uh, I'm actually a part of a joint venture for uh, called Marijuana Micro Businesses. But okay. obviously, uh, you know, we work in the commercial sector as well. We're actually um, all service in a box. We have an HR company, staffing insurance agency, a real estate brokerage. Uh, a legal arm, a licensed CPA, and then also a uh, PR and marketing company all attached to that. So, um, you know, that's what we're looking to do is help companies flip the switch, open their business, take off the administration of handling that business so they can focus on what they do best. Right. Now, I saw that you were the chief human resource officer for Cannabis Intelligence Alliance. Is that what you're talking about? Nope. I was actually talking about the uh, marijuana micro businesses uh, joint okay. venture. That was with uh, myself, uh, Karina Miller from Lee Fayef and uh, Scott Roberts Rec- from Scott Roberts uh, Law Firm. Right. I recognize Karina's name. Canvas uh, Communication. Can't forget Roberta King's company. Yeah. So what are you still involved in the Cannabis Intelligence uh, Alliance? Yes. What that is, is uh, essentially an alliance between a few different cannabis uh, companies uh, throughout the U.S. And I would also say, you know, outside the United States that um, are open to um, sharing open source uh, data to, you know, provide resources and solutions for the industry in a very holistic manner. Um you know, they look to bring me on with, you know, my background and my niche. Um, but, you know, truthfully, that's, uh, you know, that's just a, a corporate alliance out there to uh, really kind of support this industry while it's in the um, beginning stages and really help prop and support it up so it can be as, uh, you know, one of the next strongest arm of the farming industry here in, Mich- here in uh, the United States. Anthony, before we, I let you go today, and this has been fascinating, I, I truly believe that you're um, breaking new ground here in a, in a leader in the PEO industry. What kind of services are you providing to your clients? What makes you better than the other companies that may be out there? I think, Kurt, I think uh, it's going to be our adaptability. So um, I saw the PEO service model is really only a partial fix for what this industry needed. You know, as I talked about before with the marijuana micro businesses, uh, you know, kind of creating that holistic service model. Um, There's also some other services that uh, through myself and through my partners, you know, we're able to provide. Uh, the second part, because as the name suggests, THC123, we provide three, li- three licensed services. We are a licensed PEO. Um, we're also a licensed employment agency. So uh, we're able to go out there and staff uh, for bud tenders, any entry-level positions, including upper management, middle management, um, all the way up to, you know, we've done, um, 
uh, placements for CEOs, CFOs, and you know even financial um, financial industry or department uh, cost accountants. So taking the front end staffing and recruiting, putting that directly in the same box as back office HR support. Um, with my background in uh, risk management, uh, I took my insurance uh, licenses for property, casualty, life acts, and health, partnered with uh, one of our clients who is a uh, fully licensed insurance agency. And uh, I now work directly with them to provide full service uh, property, casualty, life acts, and health uh, insurance to the industry as well. So, you know, being, being able to unite three standing um, business practices all underneath one roof, uh, I, I believe that allows us to pivot and kind of provide uh, customized solutions for our clients. You know, not all clients need PEO services to start off, but they may need help on that front end staffing. You know, alternatively, they may uh, be looking for insurance in the middle of the year. You know, we're already right. working with them day in and day out. So we're able to assist there as well. For those who've been listening along, since Anthony and I went to the same college and he was in the fraternity that I was in, I believe, he was required to refer to me as Kirk or Mr. Flag throughout this interview because he was, I'm just kidding, Anthony. But uh, I, I wanted to reach out because I know you were an Alma College Scott like myself, and I know you were connected, or I think you were connected with 603 West Center Street. Oh yeah, uh, that's home. For a while. So any anything else you'd like to say before we sign off? Hey, Kirk, whenever you come back in Michigan, feel free to hit me up. I'll make sure uh, myself and the industry takes good care of you. Appreciate it. Thank you very much, Anthony. 